for the thousands in attendance and the millions watching around the world. We are live and amplified. So let's get ready to podcast. Fire it up. Welcome, everybody, to another live and amplified livecast. I'm your host, Tom Quiet, and we are back at it again with another amazing podcast. Today, we have a very special guest. We have Run the Fire. How's it going today, guys? Good. Very good. How you doing? Hello. Just hanging in there. Just enjoying the South Florida weather, you know? Like, you guys are enjoying the South California weather. It's it's hard to beat, so. Yeah. Um. Sorry, I just realized how bad the lag time is right now. Um, so first off, I want to thank you guys uh, for jumping in, jumping on here. And uh, I guess this is kind of a reschedule because I know we were supposed to have you back on in March, I want to say. Yeah, sometime yeah. back then. It was back in March. Um, so I'm glad you guys reached out. We were able to get you rescheduled. Um, by the way. What's that? Thank you so much for rescheduling us. This is awesome. Oh. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, but before we kind of jump into the new single you guys got dropping and all the cool stuff you got going on, uh, let's have you guys introduce yourselves individually and kind of a little bit of a background into your musical history. You go first. Uh, okay. Um, yeah, my name is Kyle David McMahon. I'm uh, born in Montana, raised in San Diego, spent the adult of my lifehood, child, not childhood, adulthood in Seattle. I've been a producer for 20 something years. I mean, it's always been in my blood, even though I'm the only musician in my family. Uh, I went to school in Orlando at Full Sail to study mm-hmm. music. And then I went to Berkeley School of Music in Boston and got my master's in jazz theory. Mm-hmm. And since then, I've been basically trying to pay the bills, which mm-hmm. is because being a musician is incredibly uh, poorish. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. So I've done a lot of things. Um, I have a couple of monikers. Actually, I have two monikers. One is Weapons for Kids which is a terrible moniker and I get shit for it. I'm sorry, stuff for it all the time. Oh, you're good. We we don't censor anybody here. Okay, good. Okay, yeah. Um, Weapons for kids, and it means art, um, reliability, creation. That's a weapon for kids, like knowledge, best weapon. That's what I went for a very long time. Um, I moved down to San Diego less than a year ago, instantly met Alexa, and we just had this kind of weird like almost visceral rapport with each other about what we wanted to do so i showed her a lot of melodies that i did and we got together and like i mean we fight a lot we hate each other i think i mean i love you but i hate you too (laughs) so we we fight a lot but we make really good music together and it was kind of a culmination of multiple things it was um a lot of things that i heard growing up things that I was aspiring to be um, as a musician. Uh, and when I met my my confidant, uh, we just kind of took it to another level. And that's what Run the Fire is. 
it's very cinematic. It's very organic and it is extremely unique and very niche, if you will. It's, it's, it's very much like that. And it, that's, that's one of the things that, that draws me to it every time I write a song together. And I, I went from multiple, from being a multiple producer for producing for multiple people to when Alexa and I got together, like it's, that's the only thing that I do now. So it's really, <laughs> yeah, it's really cool to do that. And it's really cool to hyper-focus on one genre and one style of music, working with someone that's so talented and we get to be able to bounce and forth and fight. We fight a lot. It's, it's like, we don't fight in one day. It's, it's not a good session. We have to fight a lot. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's where I come from. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm the only musician in my family, which is kind of weird. Um, I think it's a curse and a blessing at the same time. And I'm going to stop right there. Gotcha. <laughs> sure. Awesome. And um, as for me, my name is Alexandrina Vasilkevich. Uh, I'm from a small country in the center of Europe called Belarus. And um, there's a lot of stuff going on there right now. Uh, basically, a dictator ruling the country, uh, being really... Not a good person right now. And yeah, and like 11 years ago, I made a decision to move to the States because I really like uh, English language. And um, I just wanted to do music and I didn't feel free in my home country. So that's why I moved uh, to the States and I moved straight to San Diego. Um, and what, I've been singing my whole life. Um, my parents say that when I was a little girl, I was like, I would uh, come up on the roof of a building or like our house and would sing. And like, imagine it's a huge stage with a big stadium, I guess, on it or something like that. <laughs> so I've been singing through school and university. Um, I don't have any degree, but I just have an instant music, I think. Um, I've been in several bands, but um, this one... This one, I just um, heard like Kyle's stuff and I was like, whoa, this is amazing. We gotta work together. And then when we like created the first song together, I was like so stoked and amazing. I was like, well, this is it. We gotta continue doing it. And um, yeah, I was doing it. I grew up listening to like a lot of uh, Russian, Belarusian pop music, a lot of acoustic stuff. Then I started listening to like, uh, you know, every loving, some jazz stuff too. And uh, yeah, so this is where I come from. I like, you know, raw sounding voices, raw sounding acoustic instruments. And I'm just passionate overall about music. And I think that we live in a free country where you can really express yourself and feel understood kind of. And this is what I'm trying, trying to bring through the music overall. Awesome. Yeah. And have you been in uh, San Diego all 11 years you've been in the States? Yes, uh, I've been in San Diego. I've been uh, working till recently in like some corporate job mm. because I paid the bills and I wasn't able to do it with the music. And then when the uh, like coronavirus happened, it had me thinking that I'm probably not doing what I really like to do. And what I really like to do is just sing and perform. And this is right, right about when I quit my job and pretty much met with Kyle and have been working on our project since then. It's been about like eight months. Yeah, oh, but wow. 
The best CD. Shit, I have eight months, hasn't it? Something like that. Damn. <laughs> Dude, we did. We wrote uh, 13 and counting songs in eight months. That's a lot. That's actually yeah. extremely big. No. And so since you guys pretty much started formed the band during the heat of the pandemic, have you guys actually had a chance to get out and play live shows or not yet? No, actually, no. That's a really cool question. And one of the things that we're super excited about is next month we're playing our first show because finally everything is freaking opening up again. And then opportunities that are like flooding in our email about playing new shows so yeah it's gonna be really exciting and it's really cool to see all the all these venues opening and like all these festivals opening because that's what people need people need to go have fun you know like dude you work five days a week and then you have what two days off i mean most people we don't we 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 live in reality but i work seven days a week 24 hours a day so i I work work zero days a week but technically i work seven days a week too uh and it's just like it's cool that people are gonna be able to go have fun like yeah. fuck. like let's go have let's go see a show let's go have yeah. fun yeah i mean w- luckily during the heat of the pandemic i was you know, like i was in texas so there was always other so, than like the first month or month and a half there's all was always shows kind of going on yeah so i could go to them if i wanted to but oh yeah was... on that super strict lockdown yeah yeah see yeah. It... Dude, that's what's cool about like big cities i mean what part of texas we're in uh waco oh that's right waco yeah, yeah. so it, it was one of those things where it was just like i went to a couple of shows but the shows were so weird because people didn't know how to act around each other so it was just kind of like all right i'm gonna just wait give it another six months eight months whatever it is i actually moved down to san diego from seattle at the the pinnacle of the the everyone going insane over this yeah and everything down like everything was done there were like deer in the streets yeah there was no one out it was it was like martial law so to see live music come back and to see people go out and have a good time, that's like that's extremely important, you know. Yeah. So yeah. It is. For us, it's so yeah. I cannot wait. Yeah, we're gonna Honestly. have a lot of shows coming up, and we're probably gonna be on the road here in the next six months. Nice. Hopefully. Nice. You guys should um, check out Roswell, New Mexico. Oh, I I love UFOs. So yeah. I'm all- uh july 4th weekend they do a huge ufo festival and they bring in like musical acts so i don't know if they're booked up just yet but yeah we probably missed the booking on that but that yeah. that would that'd be really cool, be cool. Yeah. It, it's it's just one of those things that i like to push because i lived there for four years and i've still got strong ties there so it's like yeah i lived there for four years Dude, so really so yeah. you know what, what really I, happened uh, yeah, you know, I got some stories. I got yeah, some stories. X Files fan. Uh, yeah. actually, no, I wasn't an X Files fan growing up. So, uh, but it, it's one of those things where that city has got so much potential that it's ridiculous, and they're not capitalizing on it at all. Well, it's kind of like Austin, Texas, too. I mean, you're from Texas. 
Texas. So you've been to Austin. I mean, Austin's kind of like a college town, but I mean, South by Southwest, like that's. A- yeah. It'll be- yeah, it'll be interesting to see how South by Southwest re- rebounds after essentially two years off. Yeah, damn, it has been two years, huh? March? Yeah. Yep, it, they, we went into lockdown the week South by Southwest was supposed to kick off. Yeah, actually, that's South by Southwest. It always bounced back. Yeah, that's Sorry. true. My my apologies. I uh, I wanted to add something real quick that the the pandemic and uh, this whole thing played a really good part in our lives, you know, Kyle. Because if it wasn't for pandemic, we probably wouldn't have met. Actually, I would be still working at my corporate job, probably, you know, and you would be still maybe in a different city. So, yeah, you know, that is kind of that is kind of weird. Uh, yeah, we kind of met through that. Yeah. I moved down here. You weren't working. I mean, you were working, but you wanted someone to work with exclusively. And I found yeah. you. You found me. Like, that's, yeah. And we were able on uh, to concentrate on creation stuff. This is also we huge. Spent, we spent a lot of time. <laughs> yeah. So. We spent a lot of time together. Hey. Mm-hmm. That, hey, at least you had somebody to spend the pandemic with, right? <laughs> yeah. And now they're both destroyed. We should probably fuck each other, but I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> gotcha. Um, so you kind of touched on this a little bit ago, Kyle, uh, but what, what's kind of the uh, history of Run the Far? How, how did you guys meet, essentially? Okay, so I um, my previous moniker was Weapons for Kids. Mm-hmm. It's kids, and I write music for television and film. Mm-hmm. I really um, kind of ethereal stuff and it's definitely got a hue to it. It might not be the best to you, but I have a style and I stick to it. And it's just, it's just what this really comes out of me. And I think um, Run the Fire came out of um, an experiment that I wanted to do where I wanted to still write dark, not dark music, I wanted to write sympathetic music, if that makes any sense. But I needed to use, not use, I needed to work with a vocalist, a female vocalist that could express what I had in my head. Mm -hmm. And the thing that I had in my head was something that was, you know, extremely emotional, but could control her emotions, you know, you know, musically. And someone that could, you know, actually kind of sing what, either I wrote or, or they wrote um, lyrically. And um, when I met Alexa, we actually, this whole project started on one song. Uh-huh. As our very first single is called Lalo. And Lalo was a song that I had written probably a year prior to knowing her. Um, wow. And at first it was called Everybody Looks the Same. Huh. That was that- working title that i had everybody looks the same but i met her and i showed her the song we met at a cafe and um she kind of like projected to me what she was gonna do and i projected back and it like it was it was almost i don't even know i mean it was uh what, what is like that's not synchronicity it's uh serendipity it's ser- mm-hmm. it was serendipity uh what I was saying to her and what she was saying to me was the same thing. And it worked out so well 
I was like, well, let's just record this. And I mean, we sat at a cafe and sang to each other for like 20 minutes. And then we took a walk for like an hour. Mm-hmm. And then we recorded the song. And once that happened and it came back, you know, after you mix and master and adjust everything. And there's a whole process of producing music that goes behind it. Once it came back to to what the song really was, I don't know, it just clicked. And I was just kind of like, all right, well, let's do this. And ever since then, we've just had this working relationship. I think we've broken up twice. I think I've told you I hated you a couple of times and you hate me a couple of (laughs) times. No, but I mean, you know, it's all respect and I think we're the, we're the perfect delve of between of of like darkness and happiness. Yeah, yeah I'm yeah. a very dark producer, <laughs> and she's a very happy singer. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, you're a pretty happy singer. No, no, no. But essentially, we met through a face, Facebook post. Uh, mm-hmm. Kyle found like a some uh, a musician group in San Diego that he's looking at for a singer for a project. And since I wasn't working, actually, I was scrolling Facebook and like musical feed and I saw a post and I'm like, well, what the hell? I'm going to write to him because I in my head, my head, like I also have like a solo project, but I don't know how to record myself and I can write, but I need someone to record them with. She's a really good songwriter. And I'm like, I was, you know, kind of manifesting. I need a producer. I need someone who can record, who can like maybe uh, help me with the with writing songs. I, I need that. And I saw this post. I'm like, okay, I got to react. I react to him. I sent him my um, like Spotify thing or something. Um, then he sends me a couple of melodies. And then I immediately also, because I was not working, I immediately like reply with some ideas, like vocal melodies uh, mm-hmm. back and forth. And he's like, whoa, this is pretty good. And I'm like, whoa, you write cool And this is when we met. And yeah, we just, it's one of those like serendipitous events where people, two people that come from polar opposites of the world, like can actually like create something cool. And that's, that's the only thing that really matters <clears throat> at the end of the day. It's like, what is the finished product? Like I can bring my style and my neuroses and she can bring her style and her neuroses but at the end of the day, what does it fashion to be? And what it fashions to be with us is Run the Fire, it, which is why we started the band, because at first it was just a couple songs. And so we were like, all right, well, let's start a group. Let's let's start a name. Let's start like a, a quote-unquote sound, if you will. And it just automatically. It was like visceral, and it's, you know, it's really good, and it's only getting better. I mean, we have five songs that are unreleased right now. Yeah. Yeah, five. Yeah. And she won't release them. <laughs> she's mad at me for some reason. We have so- five songs that are fucking amazing that are unreleased yet that I can't wait for everyone to hear, especially this last one. Yeah. I Another think- night. Yeah. No. So it was just, I don't know. It's, yeah. Serendipitous. It was meant to be. Sure. Gotcha. Gotcha. So you mentioned you had five songs unreleased, but you were able to release one song. Uh, was it a, Two weeks ago, I guess, at this point? Well, we did an EP. Well, yeah, you so did uh, Eastern Lines, wasn't it? EP, and then what did we release two weeks ago? Eastern Lines? Uh, Eastern Lines. Not my favorite song, but it's a good song. What? I love this song. I, I <laughs> think... That's how we are. <laughs> yeah, see, she loves the shit I hate. <laughs> I mean, I wrote that. Okay, I wrote the melody, and I wrote, I wrote Eastern Lines outside of the vocals over a year ago. 
Mm-hmm. So it wasn't really with her in mind. Mm-hmm. And but she did she killed it on it. But I don't like the mixing I did on it. I think I fucked up on the mixing. But everything after Eastern Lines that we've done together, we got Dance You Gonna Lie. We got Another Night. We got Sentimental. Mm-hmm. And then we got Wells. Uh, something else. <laughs> it's hard to keep track. We got a lot of stuff. <laughs> we got a ton of stuff in the works. But yeah, so we have a 7 Sony P already. Mm-hmm. It was released in March. Yep. Um, now our latest single is Eastern Lines. It has like kind of like Arabic uh yep. and uh seriously one of my friends just just told me that uh this is like the best track he heard of us so far uh it's like it's, it's a, a flat little like, mix though i fucked up on the mix it is a little like experimental um it's weird um everyone who's watching you guys yeah, should you, listen you, to should, you should pull it up it's 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 definitely different there's a lot of sitar involved it's a very middle eastern track <laughs> For some reason, when I first started listening to the song, I thought you guys had a a didgeridoo. It sounded like a didgeridoo for a minute, and but now that you bring out that it was more uh, of a I Middle have, Eastern, I have two didgeridoos. Yeah, I played didgeridoo. Nice. He played every instrument. Yeah, I'm a multi instrumentalist. I play like thirteen. Well, actually, now fourteen instruments. Yeah, so I'm, that's amazing. You can call me a liar or a psychopath or a whatever. I don't really care. <laughs> Play all of them. You should see our studio. It'd be cool if you actually came here. I mean, we could turn the camera around. All you're, you're going to see is a, because we're in our studio right now. All you can yeah. see is a control room. But then I have like, I don't know, how many guitars do I have? 20 guitars? It's a lot just, of guitars. It's, it's depressing. A lot of guitars, guys. You know how many relationships <laughs> I've I've ruined over music? A lot. Yeah, I imagine it. I heard it happens. Married one, which we won't. But I mean, that was my that was my thought process. No, <laughs> <laughs> so, um, run, let's go ahead and talk a little bit more about "Run the Fire." Was this the first? seven songs you guys wrote and they just happened to work as an EP or was there kind of a weeding out process? Yes. The EP was not a weeding out process at all. The EP was, um, five songs that we created together. And, uh, two songs were from a previous project that I did that I knew wasn't going to go anywhere and I wasn't marketing in it or anything like that. And those are, um, that's a song called La Jolla, Descanso, which means uh, the jewel. And it's a Descanso, which means like interlude, kind of like break, Spanish. That's an instrumental. Yeah, it's an instrumental. And then there's a song called 4AM on there that I threw in. And it's about um, not, it's about insomnia, basically. And uh, we threw those songs on our five song EP because fuck it, let's like do a seven song EP rather than a five song. Yeah. And uh, we did that. And then everything else we've done since then has been co-written together. So, which is really cool. Um, So when the EP came out, it was, it was exciting for us because people were going to see this. It was going to be a flash thing. But I think what we were really trying to do, and I think what we're trying to do right now is, to entice people a little bit like, mm-hmm. Hey, this 
have a new style. It's not really a new style to tell you the truth. It's trip hop. We write trip hop yeah. and back to electronic music. It's not like this has been never been done before. It's been done before. But what we're doing is like reinventing the wheel on certain things. So um, our EP came out and that was the, that was like an attention grabber. And then everything we're coming out since then is kind of like, it's a bit more experiment, experimental. Like it, it will go to that degree, but what personally, and I don't know, I, we never really talked about this. What I personally want to do is I want to kind of trip people out and like, say like, you can listen to these different genres of music. It's not trap. It's not house. It's not <laughs> reggaeton. It's not all the shit like get something that's a little bit more, you know, closer to your soul, mm-hmm. something that resonates in your soul. And I think that's what, we're, that's what I'm trying to do. So that could be the the downfall of us. I don't know. I never really think about that. <laughs> um, no, but I think that's, that's where it's going. And, you know, I've, I've got a lot of good feedback on it. I mean, everyone calls our music very cinematic, which is cool. And, you know, naturally as an artist, I write in really dark dimensions and naturally as an artist, I think Alexa really writes in dark dimensions too. So yeah, there's definitely a ton of potential for us here and it's going to be amazing. It's just a matter of getting it to the right audience and it's a matter of getting it placed and it's a matter of people understanding that like this is not us trying to pretend we're not trying to pretend this is the music we write yeah yeah we're definitely true and you know what i love about our stuff and our style is that we're just combining different styles alternative pop rock we just finished i got i got the the track back from london today we use a mastering agency in london uk mm-hmm. and uh we got this track called another night which is like a hardcore jazz track and it's probably my favorite song we've ever done it's fucking sexy, dude. It's sexy. It's jazzy. Oh my god, it's guys! So, so good. Uh, everyone like who listens to us and continues to listen will be just, uh, I guess, uh, impressed with variety that that we give, and that's what I like. We're not like sticking to just yeah. one style or something, and that's super. Yeah, awesome. and I hired a, a trumpeter for the, the the segue, the fade out of the song, uh, Michael Lanky, out of somewhere in Idaho really he's old school he's like 60s or something mm. he, he played the flugelhorn he didn't even play a fucking trumpet flugelhorn which is kind of the same thing and uh this dude man this song oh you haven't even heard the master yeah. i just got it back today but, you know i was like it's oh. good it's really good gotcha. Gotcha. yeah there's there's a lot of variety coming from us. We're not one of those bands. It's like a, a, a one, what is it called? A one something show, one man show. Yeah. One horse show or something. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. We're not a one man show. We have uh, multiple genres coming out of us. And I mean, tell you the absolute truth. This is the best thing I've ever been part, a part of in my life musically and i think it is for her as well and it's not gonna be like oh if no one picks us up or 
people give us bad whatever like it's gonna go away it's not gonna go away no we're gonna we're gonna do this we're gonna do this i mean i have i have connections and writing for a film and television but i don't know this is something different this is something unique and respected and i think that's the coolest thing mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. absolutely <laughs> Uh, so w- are you guys looking at doing another EP to follow up the Run in the Fire EP? Or do you kind of just see yourself releasing everything you got as singles? Well, see, we argue over this. Well, let's see. Uh, we might release a few singles, and I think mm-hmm. we're going to release a full EP or a full album. After okay. Gotcha, <laughs> gotcha. Well, because it yeah. seems like, I mean the way you guys are turning out songs and writing songs and putting stuff together, I don't know. Like a song a week. It's insane. <laughs> that's, that's, that's great. I mean, that's we're, the of uh, creating and producing everything ourselves that we don't have to go to the studio, right. And uh, find a studio or something like that. We're sitting in a studio right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So. Where, where do you guys uh, pull your, or where do you find the influences to write as much and frequently as you do? Uh, I guess experiences in our life, everything we've been through, like separately, I guess, Kyle and me. Uh, we have so much to say, I feel like, you know. Oh, uh, oh, most that, of my influences don't just, come from that, but that's okay. Well, the, the mind, you know, the mind. You're going to tell about yours, but I just feel that I have... Uh, so much to say from like uh from my childhood from my moving to like a different country mm. from trying to survive here like doing the random jobs that i don't know and then trying to establish myself here and stuff it's um life i've had so much happening happen in my life that i feel like that i have a lot to say basically what's up with you my music comes from nightmares huh Interesting. <laughs> well, nightmares. Uh, I'm sorry. Music comes from nightmares. That's fair. That's fair. And then, um, kind of outside of music, what do you guys do? What What are some of your hobbies outside of music when you need to kind of escape from everything? Oh, this girl likes to play volleyball, which is fucking weird. But you gotta play some volleyball sometimes. So oh, I do a lot of stuff, actually. What do you do? Well, you know, I do running. I love running. Yeah. Uh, And I really like playing volleyball, beach volleyball. Uh, I started it like in 2012. 2012. I started playing beach volleyball and it's like, ooh. Uh, I like, uh, what is it? Uh, Hiking, camping. Hiking, camping. What else? Uh, Fire. Fire gazing. Mm. (laughs) Moon gazing, ocean gazing. She's a, she's a pyro. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And I also do like I, uh, I, I sometimes I gather with friends and we play some psychological transformational games. I love psychology. Oh yeah, so, you game once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can like facilitate a psychological game or something. It's a little That's bit spiritual. So like it, it is like esoterical. Is that the word? Or something esoterical esoterical yeah, yeah but, oh, that makes sense yeah that's crazy yeah so i mean there's so much to do in this world oh my god yeah and then uh me i don't do anything 
I'll move a little bit here so people can see. I don't care if they see me. Um, I'm a musician. That's all I do. Hmm. That's literally. Yeah. I cook breakfast. I feed my dog. Dogs. You like no, I, I love dogs. Yeah, I have one dog. She's a Belgian Malinois. She's a fucking bitch too, but she's a good. Um, I cook and I work on music. That's literally all I do. Like literally all I do. Yeah, you mentioned you. I am a very good cook, mm. but I have no hobbies. I mean, my hobby is writing music. That's fair. That we released, um, you know, a seven song or seven song EP, and then we have five more on the docket. There's probably literally 230 songs that I've written that just won't make the grade. I, I call them trash songs. They just yes. they go. And I, I go off this weird thing, like one out of 10, like I'll start 10 ideas and one of them will actually be a song. The other nine are just shit. So that's what I do. That's what me. That's all I do. I listen to jazz. I got these hand tattoos, which is really stupid from a Miles Davis record called Live Evil, but everyone misconstrues it as Live Evil, and now everyone thinks I'm this, like, terrible person, but I'm not, because I have Live Evil touched in my hands, but it's Live Evil. It's a Miles Davis record, and, yeah, that's all I do. I I, I have the ex exact opposite issue with Live and Amplified. Everybody calls it Live and Amplified, which makes no damn sense. People misconstrue that all the time, and it's so annoying, right? Isn't it yeah. so annoying? Yeah. It, understand your, like, A, understand your etymology, and two, understand how the fuck to speak these words. Like, yeah. Can I, wait, is it somewhere here? Yeah, you've seen them. I had them when I, I never actually she read. She let me stay written. with her for two weeks. L live, live, right? No, live. Live. <laughs> live evil. Yeah. Live evil. Yeah. Uh, that's, yeah. No one can call me racist because I have Miles Davis tattoos on my hands. I don't have any tattoo, but I want to get one. Maybe it's going to be like around the fire tattoo or something. Oh, we can. You want to get some tattoos? Or like a fire. Dude, we can do. I want to get my first tattoo. Oh, yeah. we should get our logo tattooed right yeah, here. Maybe. Ooh, that'd be sexy. We should do that. Mm. I think we're probably, <laughs> I think we're probably going to end up getting married one day. Nice. I like Weird. It's really weird. This is the last thing I'm going to... I know you got to go soon. So when you have a, a guy and a girl that write music, there's always this weird thing like, are are they sleeping together? Are they together? And we're not. We're actually totally not. She's engaged. I have a long-term girlfriend. Mm -hmm. But I think she knows that at my core, I'm actually a bit in love with her because we're artists and we have to do that. Yeah. You have to know one and that level. You know, you yeah. have to like and someone at that level where like there's no judgment passed or anything. So I think there's there's always gonna be some sort of kind of like connection between us. Yep. It probably come to fruition and it's probably a good thing because we write so well together, except for the fight that we uh, the fact that we hate each other most of the time. I mean I'm we, It's okay. We, uh, it's very good music, you know. I know. That's See? all the what matters. That's all that matters. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, at the end of the day, like I have nothing but respect for her, and I don't know. 
any musician, any musician that's trying to make money on their art right now, especially what's going on right now, my heart goes off to them. That's insane. Um, and then uh, you guys have any, sh- have you guys announced any shows yet or uh, what, what's kind of your show schedule looking like right now? Let's see. We haven't announced it, like announced, announced. We're going to yeah. announce it a bit later, maybe like in a few days or by the end of the week. Gotcha. Uh, yeah, but it's going to be a show uh, on the 12th of June. So okay. what is this? Kind of close. And then I'll- May- May 26 yeah. on our <laughs> on our uh, on our page so like on on June 11th we release our new single mm-hmm. called run and hide uh, where I even kind of rap a little bit <laughs> that's when we're releasing that yes and Dude. then on 12th and then on 12th we're gonna have our live show yay nice yeah like fucking a thousand dollars worth of shit over here. Well, you can't see because you're fine. people cannot see you. Okay, well, hold on. Let me do this. There, this is our studio. <laughs> nice. And that's a bunch of shit, which you can't see that I bought. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not everything's good. Cool, cool. Um, and then if anybody wants to check out your music or wants to check out where your shows are at, uh, where's the best place for them to do that? Fire.com. Yeah, we've cool. got a website, uh, roundthefire.com. Uh, we got a YouTube channel. Also, you, you can just type in Run the Fire and let's say one song, Lalo. This, is our, this was our first single and it's going to pop up. We have an Instagram, which is Run the Fire Official. We have a Twitter too, which Twitter. is fucking annoying. I, I built for us. Yeah, we have a Twitter too. <laughs> then we have also a Facebook page, which is also called Run the Fire. Um, so I think it should be pretty easy for people to find us anywhere on any digital platform, um, Spotify, Apple Music. Um, we're also called Run the Fire everywhere, basically. Yeah. So if you guys yeah. want to stay, uh, keep up to date with us, with our first show, check out our music. And a lot of, us a lot of people Instagram. ask about the name of the band. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. You're good. You're good. That was my foot. Uh, the name of the band comes from Run the Fire. I don't know if you know, like, uh, war history. Running Fire, you know what that means? No, I don't. Running Fire is when you just open up fire on everyone. And it's kind of, it's disgusting, but it's also called a Hail Mary. And mm-hmm. that's kind of where the name from. So this project, Run the Fire, is not about violence or anything. It's about peace and love. Like, that's what it's about. Um, but it's about opening up yourself and your creativity and just throwing it on everyone. And run fire means like open up all the emotional serendipitous guns that will just hopefully go to everyone and, and impact them in a good way. So, I mean, that's where the name comes from. Because there's another band called Run the Jewels, which is like a hip hop band a rap band from um, Atlanta, I think. Mm-hmm. We're no way affiliated with them or that. The, uh, Run the Fire has way more meaning. But yeah, it's it's about, um, you know, just just doing what you love to do and, and making people feel good. 
that's 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 the name run the fire it's a hell mary to just make people feel good awesome awesome well once again guys thank you so much for joining us i really appreciate it uh i was really glad to sit down and finally get you on the podcast sit down and chat a little bit um before we leave though i do have to ask you one very very polarizing question all right (laughs) and um Kyle, since you lived in Chicago for a bit, I, you probably will have a pretty decent answer to this one. Uh, pineapple pizza, yes or no? Fuck no. <laughs> I don't know what that is. So. No, no okay. way. Okay. <laughs> that, that, that's what I agree. I agree with that. So, Dude, you know in your yeah. heart. Though. It's wrong. So I just had to ask. I had to ask. What's that? You cut out a little bit. You said my answer is wrong? No, 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 no. No, no, no. It's not. Pineapple wrong. Yeah, pineapple pizza is wrong. Yeah. You don't do that. You don't. You just don't. Yeah. A Babs. No. Like, okay. Come on. You're you're from Shy. You yeah. know what's up. Yeah. Uh, but it's still a very polarizing question because there's people that disagree. So that's why I ask. Terrible. And I think. I think there's a certain place in hell for those people. <laughs> Agreed. I mean, okay, okay. Um, okay, uh, real quick, because you live in Chicago. Um, uh, what is it called? Uh, not, not, come on, what is, it, what is the place called? It's down in Ohio and Wells. They got one in North Park. The it's pizza a, place? It's a, no, the sandwich joint. You're not, talking, you're not talking about uh, Portillo's, are you? No, no, not Por- one downtown next to across the street from the Walgreens. I'm talking about um, the place. It's got it's got the wreck. They got the chicken sandwich. It's like the best sandwich place ever. The fuck is it called? They just like did them all over the world. Oh my god, what is it called? Some with the pig. I don't know. I, I don't know. I, yeah, I'm completely lost on this one. Uh, no, come on, dude. Um, there's one in Seattle now, too. Ah, fuck it. Gotcha. I'll, I'll text you later. All right. Sounds good. Um, but once again, guys, thank you so much. Really appreciate it. Thank you, everybody, yep. for tuning in, and I'll catch you guys later. Yeah, thank you very much for your time, man. Really appreciate it, brother. I hope you're doing well, too.